All right, today I'm here with Paul Campa, who uh, served in the United States Army, is that right, or Marines? Yeah, you were in the Army. Um, when did you serve? 1968 through 71. Okay, so right in the prime time of Vietnam. Oh, yes, I'm yes, I got the uh, Eastern European tour. Yeah, um, did, you, uh, did you enlist or did you get drafted? Um, there's a question on that, but I, I enlisted. Okay, so it was kind of one of those I want to pick unless they not let you pick situations. Right, right. I've heard I've heard that story many, many times where everyone kind of knew it was coming, so they were like, well, I might as well jump the gun so at least I can kind of control where I go. Right. Um, what did you end up doing in the Army? Uh, well, my primary MOS was a comm center specialist. Okay. But I ended up... Uh, Working LERP for seven months in Vietnam. Okay. Uh, started out uh, as an RTO, radio telephone operator, and uh, as my squad kept on diminishing, I kept rising. I ended up becoming squad leader. Oh wow! How long before you get became squad leader while you were over there? Uh, about two months. Wow. That's a quick turnaround, especially yeah. getting there. And then, because a lot of people don't realize um, when you talk to guys that have been in the military, more specifically the Army or Marines, they will tell you, hands down, every single time, the most important equipment they have on them is their radio. Oh, yeah. 110%. And that's even for today. I mean, I have, obviously, we have satellite stuff and whatever, but every single guy. Whether it's a ranger or special forces or whatever, guns don't mean nothing. You have to have communication. you got to have your radio. So what you did was extremely crucial, and I'm sure it's a lot different now compared to what it was then. Because obviously we've got satellites, got GPS, we got all this stuff flying around in space. So how did that work then? As far as, like, you know, what, what was your typical day, I guess? Okay, my typical day... We generally went out in six-man teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would jump on a Huey. They would drop us somewhere, and then we would stay for, oh, approximately four days, uh, get what it, until we could, and then come back in. And then kind of just give them what you saw, where everything right. was, movement, stuff like that. Wow, so you were probably the most crucial piece of that team, then, I would I would assume. I mean, in a team, yeah. everyone's crucial. But yeah. like I said at the beginning, the radio guy, well, that's the I guy. Mean, at the time, we're carrying a Prick 25 radio, which is 27 pounds. Uh, you carry two batteries, they're each 13 pounds, <sighs> right along with it. So we're like 60 pounds right yeah. now, at yeah. least. Yeah. And then plus your own gear. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that stuff. Oh, I bet you had some strong legs back in the day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> paid the price for it. Yeah. Both of both my knees have been replaced. Yeah. Um, so did you, what was like, you know, engineering, because it's essentially an engineering thing, communications, radio technology, stuff like that, especially then. Um, were you interested in that or was it just one of those things where you tested well and they're like, well, this guy can handle it? It's, it's really kind of interesting with that. Because when I got out of the Army, I ended up going to NEI, Northwest Electronics Institute. Okay. Uh, I'm originally from Minneapolis. Uh-huh. And you had Brown Institute and you had NEI. 
Uh, Brown more or less promoted the disc jockey. NEI was working on the machines. Okay, the engineers. Yep. Essentially. And you did that after you got out? Yep. Okay, wow. So it it kind of led you on your career path? Is that what you did for... Well, that's what I had planned on doing. And then I ended up taking a test for the post office. And I ended up putting 34 years on that. And doing the post office thing. Right. Because at the time, I had a job offer. But it was going to mean that I would be... Probably on the road 50 weeks out of the year. Mm-hmm. And With Chris, kids, yeah. Chris was just born at the time, yeah. you know, and I made a, a vow that I was not going to be an absentee father. Yeah, and that's a good thing. And, and in, rea- in reality, I mean, your family is all you have. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So that was a good choice. You can always make money, you know what yep. I mean? Um, you just can't get time back. There's always stuff. side hustle. Yeah, always, always. <laughs> You're not going to miss your side hustle. Um, so how long did you spend in Vietnam for? I was there 367 days. Straight? Yeah. <sighs> Man. I take that back. I was, uh, I ended up with two R&Rs of seven days apiece, and then uh, I took a 14-day they just offered 14-day leaves going back to the States. So I... Uh, Jumped on that? Oh, naturally. Yeah. What'd you do for your seven-day R&Rs? Uh, well, my first one, I was in Bangkok. How was that? Uh, <laughs> Not going to go into details. That was uh, <laughs> uh, kind of a lost week. I, I would imagine. And then my other, my second one, I went to Sydney, Australia. Oh, that's cool. Right before they closed Sydney down as an R&R point. Okay. So it was like the last chance to go down. Yeah, there. well... What had happened is uh, the BD rate was running so high out of Sydney. They were like, that they, we got to stop sending Yeah. I'm surprised that wasn't the case in Thailand, too, at the time. Well, uh, in Thailand, they ended up checking the pros. Okay. And so you had a little little better chance with yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Oh, man, that's incredible. It's been going on. That My buddy's in the Navy, and it's, he always talks about going to Thailand, and this was oh. five, ten years ago. So it's been going on for a oh, long, yeah. long time. Um, that's really interesting. So then um, you did your time and yep. got out. I uh, was planning on going back to uh, Minneapolis, and the uh, girl that I'd been with for about four years, uh, the day the day before, well, actually, the day I came back, she ended up uh, flying to London for uh, two weeks, and I ended up coming down to Springfield to pick up a uh, a '69 uh, satellite highway patrol car that I was I had bought from a buddy of mine while I was in Vietnam. Uh-huh. Uh, his future wife became pregnant while he was gone and so I had to send him, I gave him the money for the car so I could fly back to the world of Marrier. Yeah, that's a really cool deal. What happened to that car? Uh, long story short, after he got back to the States, they offered him ten grand to re-enlist. He jumped on the money. Uh, never got the car. He ended up going to Fort Riley, and I ended up marrying his wife's 
uh, roommate. Wow, <laughs> that is a long story short. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's pretty much how you ended up in uh, Springfield then, I'm yep. assuming, right? Minneapolis guy going to get a car, ends up finding a girl and getting married and having right. kids. That's incredible. Uh, that's awesome. That's just the funny thing about life is that where it leads us, you know what I mean? All those decisions and things that you don't think matter are just going to be insignificant can be huge for you. Or oh, vice versa, you know what I mean? Most definitely. That's really cool. Well, um, Paul, thank you so much for your service today. Uh, and obviously, as, as a as postal carrier, too, because I think it's yep. valid, too, what you guys do in the post well, as office. as a matter of fact, I like was my route. Yeah. And I knew downtown, like the back of my hand, uh-huh. stick it. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. West, I How, mean, oh, yeah. How long did you do that for? Oh, Lord. I had that route for... 14 years. Wow. So the whole downtown scene. Yeah. You were the guys delivering, you were the one delivering the bills to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> for the most part. I'm sure that's all they got for as far as mail was concerned. Uh, More or awesome. less. And then with Stick It, probably tons of records. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time. That's awesome. Well, um, again, thank you so much for your service, and uh, thank you so much for coming to lunch with me today, oh, sir. You're more than welcome. Thank you for inviting me.